Revelation 3, 20 through 22. Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with him and he with me. To him who overcomes, I will give the right to sit with me on my throne, just as I have overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Hmm. You know, oftentimes, and and I remember seeing this picture in Sunday school, right? A picture was on the wall or we would be shown in our books. Maybe even one of my children's Bibles. I remember where Jesus is standing at the door. It's night. There's a light on by the door and the door's closed. And there's no doorknob. And you see Jesus with his hand up and he's ready to knock on the door. And here's where that passage comes from. And and many a times this um, passage is used as an evangelistic appeal. And no doubt God is appealing to all of us. And we could use it there. But in the original context, this is communicating Christ's desire for fellowship with his lukewarm church in Laodicea. The church was nominally Christian, but Christ himself had been locked out. The door was closed. But rather than turning his back on them, he knocks. He's seeking someone to acknowledge the church's need and to open the door. If they would repent, Jesus would come in and take his rightful place in the church. He would share a meal with them. And this closeness of relationship that he desired. Why was the door closed? Did the Laodiceans, they, they got comfortable. They got complacent. Maybe thought they thought Jesus was there. Hey, this is the way it's to be. But when you look at their motives and their desires, they weren't thinking of Jesus. They were thinking of self. They were about the economy in this world, not the economy of God. Maybe they had the door closed because they didn't want him in. But Jesus in his patience, God in his patience, don't they don't walk away. He doesn't. He stands and knocks. He's patient. He's persistent. And he's trying to get through to us. Is he trying to get through to you? The door of your heart, is it closed? Is God standing there knocking and asking you, hey, I want to come in. Just answer the door and I'll come and have a relationship. I'll sit and have a meal with you. My desire is to elevate you, to place you on the throne as I am going to be on the throne with my father. He's simply asking you, where is your heart's desire? Open that door so that God never has to knock, that Jesus can come in and freely have a relationship with you. Let's take heed of the Laodiceans. They were self-satisfied. They were so busy, they didn't maybe even hear Christ knocking on their doors. pleasures of this world, the money, the security, 
these material possessions that are around, they can be dangerous if we're not careful. Because their temporary satisfaction can take us in that direction, being self-satisfied, worldly satisfied. If you find yourself feeling indifferent to the church, to God, to the Bible, to spending time in God's word, you have begun to shut God out of your life. Leave that door open. You know, the beauty is that he allows us to decide. To decide. He's not going to break in and enter. He's knocking. And it's your decision whether to open or keep it closed your life to him do you intentionally keep his life changing presence and power on the other side of the door or have you invited him in and you know what you're going to open that door you're going to put a door stop uh, in front of it you're going to even tie the handle to the wall so it doesn't close Let's heed the warnings of the church in Laodicea and evaluate ourselves and our walk and what are we turning to and in which economy are we dealing with and desiring. Open the door if it's closed and leave it open and have that wonderful, God-loving relationship through Jesus Christ. He did it. Let's do it.